1: Oh, I thought you were going to go into an accent again. Nah. Still the funniest day we've ever spent at work together. I don't think it was funny for anybody else though, Coxie. No, know. I thought we got some great feedback.
0: My daughter still asks me to do um, Viking Was or Viking Dad. She calls it Viking Dad.
1: <laughs> That's how it started, isn't it?
0: Yep.
1: What is it with guys and accents though? Um, the Builder's awesome at accents as well. I can't do them for pittance. I'm hopeless.
0: Maybe because we're full of crap and we're just good at uh, putting on rubbish. (laughs) I'm I'm avoiding the expletives because I don't think we need to do an expletive.
1: We're pretty full on. Explicit
0: episode. We didn't really swear that much despite the fact that it was fairly impassioned. Uh, We were a bit (laughs) elevated yesterday, Coxie.
1: Yes, I was a little ranty. I had my Karen moment. And... I had your
0: Karen moment. Any more Karens?
1: No, no more Karen. No? It's no. funny
0: because um, being a long-time CrossFitter and CrossFit uh, coach myself, Karen is actually a workout name yes. within CrossFit and it is awful. It is 150 wall balls for time. Oh, Listeners, yes. if you don't know what wall balls are, they're those big so- sort of soft medicine balls Uh, about the size of a beach ball, and a wall ball is where you hold this blasted thing in front of your chest. You squat all the way down to a full-depth squat, stand up as quick as you can, and then toss this wall ball up to 10 feet high to touch a line, catch it, and repeat that 150 times.
1: I've done a Karen and uh, can say with confidence I did not complete my workout. (laughs) I tapped out. Karen was the first. Um, no, there was another one, so that's a bit of a furfy, but Karen was one of my first introductions to those named workouts.
0: Yes. Yes. Um,
1: and I just remember walking. What well, I I don't think I walked. I think I I crawled home, and I couldn't <laughs> drive because I had the little golf that was manual. And oh, the
0: hairdresser car.
1: The hairdresser car. I really thought I was going to die. And then the worst thing though is two days later when you're trying to get back up out of a seat or off the toilet or <laughs> up and down off the The toilet stairs. was the worst one.
0: Uh, you hear this groaning from the toilet.
1: It's the worst.
0: Yep. Okay. So so why do we do this stuff to ourselves, Coxie? Why do we question. punish our bodies and have all this aches and pains and sore muscles and stuff?
1: Some pain's good pain.
0: Wow. There's a topic for a podcast episode. Listeners, you've just heard Coxie and I do our, <laughs> our creative uh, planning on air.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I only do.
0: This is how Some we arrive at a topic. Pain.
1: This is, is it no different than not wanting to look at your cash flow because you know it's going to look shit? So yeah. you put your head in the sand, you don't want to look at it, but actually looking at it and pushing through some of that, that discomfort provides you with a result for you to then make decisions on it. It's no different than going and doing a really hard workout at the gym. You do it, it's hard. It makes you almost want to throw up or even throw up and yet you're doing it to get a result, right?
0: And lots of people avoid that stuff. In the pursuit of comfort, and uh, look, I've I've avoided mostly on this podcast, despite the fact that we're coming up to seven years nonstop <sighs> of doing this time. podcast, listeners. Um, I have mostly avoided uh, social opinions and commentary and passing judgment as we spoke about yesterday on particular topics. And, you know, we, we try and make this podcast about supporting you as a trade business owner, giving you tips and ideas that are going to help you improve your life. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily here to listen to Waz's opinion on stuff. Uh, (laughs) And that's really tricky because I have lots of opinions on lots of things. You just ask me, I'll tell you. and I guess we all do, really. Everyone's got an opinion. Just some of us find it more difficult to not share those than others. So interesting that I'm recording with you, Coxie. And uh, I could probably be described as opinionated, which is seen as a negative thing. And I, I'm not sure that that's actually the case. I think it's how it's carried out. Uh, mm. I don't post my opinions on Facebook um, I don't share them on Instagram. I don't, you know, go and stand on a street corner with a megaphone, um, even though I have lots of opinions about things. Usually it's you, Coxie, that bears the brunt of them because i probably spend more time with you than
1: anybody else. I am blessed, fortunately, to share most of your opinion. I'd hate to think how this working relationship could work if we did not.
0: That was part of our interview process with each other. It's like, what are your thoughts on this, Warwick? Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Nicole? Great. Let's have a business partnership. We agree on most of the fundamentals. <laughs> we
1: did have some pretty robust conversations about some of these things over your kitchen bench in Toowoomba, I remember, very fondly.
0: Mm. And
1: it was a big part of making sure that we could work together because so much of that does come up in our day-to-day life. Um, and uncomfortable conversations need to be had, just like uncomfortable gym workouts or looking uncomfortably at some figures. Remember, if we hark back to many moons ago when we were talking about comfort being another name for fear, mm. it just holds you back, stops you from making a change.
0: And I I still remember with you as I do with um, most of the people in my life who matter to me and who still hold a very important um, role in my life whether that's my wife or my mother um, or not that I have a lot of friends probably because I'm such a, an opinionated prick <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I, I vividly recall uncomfortable conversations with you and those other important people in my life and I've done that um, reluctantly in most of those cases But doing it, knowing that I owe it to the relationship to actually step into that painful place Mm. of, can we please talk about this? Even though every fibre of my being is saying, run away! (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, looking back now, I'm, I'm really, really grateful that, Uh, I made those choices in those moments to Mm -hmm. actually push through the pain and discomfort because of how that strengthens the relationship. And I guess, you know, we're talking about doing 150 wall balls or um, making a staff member redundant or accessing government support for your business or refraining from posting your opinion about Injections and viruses and stuff online, whatever it might be, whatever you find to be painful, often that's that's the choice of a leader and someone courageous mm-hmm. is to face the pain, and it's something that some of my ex military buddies uh, talk about is it's something that they value from their time in the military is they were taught how to endure pain and push through that to get to the reward or the comfort or whatever exists on the other side of that rather than take a knee now Mm. um, and actually put yourself in more of harm's way and stand to lose a hell of a lot more if you don't push through that discomfort so it's an interesting headspace to have in business and in business relationships.
1: It's a, We're conditioned from very young as kids to be fearful, to be comfortable, that comfort is the ultimate gain. And so, therefore, it becomes hard to understand that we need to push through the comfort and get a little uncomfortable to find that growth that we all need, whether it be in business or personally. So much of our businesses are about our personality and our ability to grow within who we are. Mm. for us to then make change in the business. And that's not easy. Personal growth is the hardest thing to do. Look at yourself honestly and make change or admit where things are not working or could be improved. That's really challenging. That's not easy. And yet, if you look at really successful businesses, time and time again, those people have in their own way, in their own form, done Mm. a lot of self-work. To get the business where it's going even the ones we don't like they still have done a lot of work to get where they are and it needs to be a big part of what we consider as our business journey it's also a personal journey
0: mm. yeah you look at any any great figures in history or some of the great stories from human uh, history mm. there's there's these quests and journeys and challenges that the hero has faced Mm. and hasn't conquered all of them. And uh, as we said to one of our Tradiepreneur members this morning, um, it's about actually taking the the lesson from the the fight or the loss or uh, the pain, the injury, whatever it might be, whether it's uh, physical or emotional or psychological or financial. Um, You know, you and I have both lost... Uh, dear, oh dear, large sums of money over the years And a cacole in business. Um, my uh, my business losses and lessons run into six figures um, over 20 plus years of doing this. And, you know, it's painful for me to just think about how big that number is. And it's a fairly decent number on the front of the five zeros. And um, that actually puts us in, I think, a position of maybe wisdom or yeah. perspective. You know, we, we choose to draw on that as a, a source of strength
1: mm-hmm.
0: rather than something to bemoan and complain about and feel victimized over. And I think that's the difference between our tradiepreneurs that are getting results. And, and I have to say, I don't, I don't think there's a single tradiepreneur in our community that is not doing this mm. quite well. They're choosing ownership. They're choosing to, you know, face their pain, whatever that looks like, and they're choosing to take the lessons from it mm. rather than shy away from it and do what? And here's, here's my opinion, listeners, a bit of social commentary for you. I think too many people in society are turning away from that and they're just looking for the easy way out. They're looking for the, the comfortable way out. They just want to go back to their the warm glow of their Netflix screen and just have everything, just be nice and just just be comfortable and just be easy. And that's not the path of life. That's, that's not the reality of life. And I think it was George Carlin. Um, might have been a U.S. comedian. I can't remember, but, but someone uh, basically qu- quoted or has been quoted as saying, life is hard. And then you die.
1: It's <laughs> so true.
0: <laughs> Man, I think when we actually embrace that, life's hard. Get over it. Life's hard.
1: Mm-hmm. And stop
0: complaining about how hard life is and just go, well, you know what? Life's hard. So how do I actually embrace that?
1: Yeah, stop buying into the fairy tale. It's bullshit.
0: Yes. Stop watching... Anyway. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Save me, Coxie, from yep. sharing more opinions with our listeners.
1: If you would like to share your opinion with us, please come and join us in the Tradies and Business Facebook group. Just search Tradies and Business in the group's function on Facebook. You will find us. In fact, if you just search it, you'll find us anyway, and you can join via our page. We would love to hear from you and your opinion, how you're feeling. How is your day going today? All sorts of stuff going on out there in the world. What's your opinion about your day? Come and share it with us. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Maybe you want to know Coxie's opinion instead.
1: (laughs) Maybe you don't.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. Take care of yourself. Embrace the pain and uh, we'll be back in your ear holes again real soon.
1: Take care. You've been listening to the
0: Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at
1: tradiesandbusiness.com.au.